The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Before I get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, my God. What a day today. What a First day. First, you say hi to everybody, and then you tell Why, about your know day. Me. Hi, now, everybody. No, because you've got to introduce all the other stuff. I have to introduce all the other stuff. What other stuff? What do you you got to introduce Chad, say hi, hi to the chat well, room, all that stuff Chad. goes first. He's in Florida. What the fuck does Thanks, he know? Ron. He's in Florida. What's up, everybody? Well, Just that. get it out of the way. How's, how's it going, everybody? Oranges. <laughs> what does he know? What does Dean oh, know? At, he's right. Look how orange we look. We look like oh, we were very, we're very orange. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> oh well, you guys, we're going to be orange today. We'll fix it next week because we don't have time right now. I like but. being orange. It's like some tan, man. Let me tell you, it's better than. Remember that tan we used to get years ago? You spray on. Yeah, they still do that. That's what I look like. I got sprayed on with that orange. Tan. Little 80s orange. I, Your shirt looks beautiful. I know, but I did that shit tan once. What was it called? That spray tan. Spray tan was it called? Yeah. Came in a can and you sprayed yourself. Yes. I remember my daughters sprayed their legs and they didn't spray the rest of them. And they looked like they had on orange leotards. They were screaming. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so how you doing, Chad? Everybody, this is Chad Murphy, the man behind the boards. Doing well. It's been raining here, I think, for what, four days, four nights? Hasn't really. It just now stopped. We were about ready to call Noah for the second round, but well, looks like we're going to survive. Raining here for two weeks. Ra- oh. Rain, cloudy, horrible, disgusting weather. We had cold. two sunny days out cold. of like 14. Now, Saturday, we're going to Fire Island, that and it's cool. going to be 80 degrees and not a cloud in the sky, pure sunshine. Perfect. So so Jimmy should burn. He should just, you know, come like go on fire. <laughs> so mean. Exploded the flames. <laughs> anyway. On, on the ferry boat going over. The Let's say boat. hi to everybody. What's up, chat room? Hope you guys are doing well. We want to say hi to Tristan in Australia, Iris in Germany, Ginger in, where's Iris? Ginger, Belgium. Belgium. Um, Correct. I just belch, so it's like Everybody belching. else who's in the chat room, because I can't see. So, hello, what's up, chat room? <sighs> we got a really fun show for you today. We're going to have illusionist Rob Blake coming on. Then we have America's Got Talent Season 1 winner, winner, Bianca Ryan. She's all grown up now. We've had her on the show two other times in the past. She's great. She's got a new single we're going to be playing for everybody. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, Ron wants to tell you about his day. <laughs> Why are you saying it with such cynicism? Because it was funny. It wasn't funny. Listen, I am an American citizen. I belong to the United States of America. And uh, I have the right as a citizen and a taxpayer to ask questions. I went to get license plates for my little car, you know, the baby. Pennsylvania plates. Yeah, because the baby came up from Florida and she only had temporaries on. So we go into this building 
And I said to this bitch behind the counter who was a blonde, long blonde hair. A First you went to the Department of Motor Vehicles. No, that didn't win the bar. That's, okay. that's a waste of time. Okay. This blonde was good looking. She might have been a knockout if she had, she lost 20 pounds and exercised and maybe. It, and didn't have tattoos all over her Yeah, neck. tattoos. And if she didn't have something sticking out of her cheekbone, a diamond. I don't know what the diamond got in there. She probably swallowed it and it went to her cheekbone. But anyway, I mean, aside from being evil and, you know, goofing on her, she was a bitch. First, she was cold and nasty and didn't even look at us. And she kept tapping the paper like some amateur. You know, like when you're a child and you go, and this is here and this is here and this is That's what she kept doing. And I wanted to hit her for that reason alone. Not really hit her. Yeah, but just yell at her. So I asked her a question. And she wasn't nice. And she ignored me. And I said, may I ask you a question? Now she cannot go against me because I said, may I, bitch, ask you a question. She said, yes, what is it? I said, um, does any of the money you people make here, like the $59 we're giving you now for the license plate, does any of that go to the state of Pennsylvania? Because they're hard up for money. They just got rid of the tag that goes on the license plate. They don't plate. send you stickers anymore. No, because they can't afford the metal, God forbid, listening to this or whatever, the sticker, whatever it is, to put on the license plate. It costs too much money. That's the state of mind that Pennsylvania's in. So I said, do you send the government or the state any money? She said, well, we send them a percentage after we take our money. No, that's not what she said. I'm saying what she said. Do you mean, what are you, like a <laughs> communist or something? She said that we, are, we, are, we work directly with the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, and, and they, they get all the fees you know, they're Jim, supposed to get. You don't make get. stories funny. You're very droll. I know it's droll, but tell No, you're like right. your fucking father. Bradley was I like know, that. You your father right. was just like that. Your father You could, were mad because it was a ripoff because no, you, you have to pay an extra I, I, 60 finish bucks the story that, bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, I no longer will speak about this story because Assworks decided to come in with his bullshit to ruin my little funny story, okay? Now it is of no value. Now it became sure a it is. no. Now it became a Trump war argument. It's not a Trump war argument. Did you know that if it wasn't for Pennsylvania, Trump never would have came in? They said that may you bitch, you can bitch all you want, right? I know that, but I want to know how many people like Pennsylvania now. Anyway, I so, know so California. Chad, they they hate everybody. Here's the way it works, though, Chad. Like you don't go and pay the Department of Revenue. I mean, not the Department of Revenue, the Department of Transportation. You don't go to the Driver's License Bureau to get your tags. They send you to a place that makes you pay an extra $100 premium to them for doing it for the Department of Transportation. I'm sure there's always some corruption to be made. No Pennsylvania doubt. is so full of shit. And the fat bastard governor, what is his name, that fat pig? <laughs> oh, I know. That big horse, that 300 pounds. That's New Jersey. Oh, that's New same shit. <laughs> Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, it's all the same shit. You drive from Pennsylvania to New York, what do you think you see? Different scenery? You say the same old shit. Crappy stores, Hindus in, in gas stations that don't speak English, and they torture you when you go there, and they say, and you say, fill it up, please. You know what, Chad? In, in North New Jersey, you're not allowed to pump your own gas. They have to, you have yeah. to pull up, and you have to have let them pump it for you. Is that some type of safety issue? Oh, the hell around. Yeah, they they give a shit in New Jersey about safety. <laughs> hey, the way they drive, hey, they kill. Long as the, the long as, drivers. long as they're quick, hey, help yourself. They're actually pretty quick. It's not too bad. Yeah. No, it, they don't understand you. They don't understand. You say put in thirty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
35, three, five, 35 fucking dollars. Then they understand you. The curse. I'm picking Put it up Put in front of it or after it, he understands yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's universal what people language. Say yeah. Well, people get annoyed. You know, you're sitting in the car, it's raining, the window's down, you're saying to him $35, and this guy's saying, wah, 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 learn English, baby. You know how to count the money, we'll learn how to say it. That money has worked. You know what else happens, though, Chad, is the gas in, in New Jersey is actually cheaper than gas in Pennsylvania. So hold on, hold on. Absolutely. The gas is and cheaper, and, and they pump it for you. And they pump it and for you. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. But you got to be careful. They don't slip a dynamite in your gas tank. <laughs> and you got to speak Vietnamese, according to Ron. So, gotcha. Yes. No, not, not, they're not Vietnamese. What they're Hindu. They? Hindu. Indians. Oh, okay. Even Hindu better. from India. Gotcha. People from but, India. But when it's 10 degrees outside. Every gas station in New Jersey is owned by an Indian. Okay. It, it, it's very nice, though, in the wintertime when it's 10 degrees outside and you don't want to have to get out and pump the gas because it's snowing. Right, yeah. right. No you doubt. don't have to say $35 40 times and have like two pounds of snow come in on you and freeze you to death. <laughs> oh, I hate it here. So anyway, on a serious note, first of all, you guys, we want to say hi to the new people that keep jumping into the chat room. So hello, hello, everybody. And... Uh, Oh, I have two things to say. What time do I have? 3.10. Okay, we have five minutes. Okay. First of all, on a, uh, on a serious note, real quick, everybody, um, I don't know how, how many people follow, but um, if you're on Twitter, please follow at khollow16. It's K-A-Y-H-O-L-L-O-W-16. She's a really beautiful young girl. She's um, having a really bad battle with cancer. Her mother... Um, is having Who really, is really. Is she's it? a friend of mine on Twitter, and she's got. She's a friend of everybody in the chat rooms on Twitter. She's uh, serious. She's got a serious problem with cancer. They're not sure if she's going to live. Oh, she's I got stopped a, this story. She's, no, she's got a GoFundMe campaign to help pay for well, her yeah. medical costs. Well, just tell people to send and money. So please but follow. don't say she's not going to make it. No, she's going to. I didn't say she's what, not going to Your name make is Jizu. I didn't say she's you, not. Your name is Jizu now. Anyway, her name's Katie Holloway. You guys, she's on Twitter at khollow16. Her mother's name is Roxanne. And she's going to be fine. She's also going through a battle with back surgery and stuff they're having a really tough time as a family they got a gofundme account how, how old to try to she? raise money she's probably 16 or 17 oh she's gonna make it she's and young they're like rubber beautiful. bands she's gonna oh, make so it. so please you guys follow k hollow 16 on twitter once you get on there hit the gofundme link even if you can only donate a dollar you know they're trying to raise money to pay their insurance premiums every month so they can continue coverage to try to like, isn't it a shame in this country that we have to do this supposedly the richest country in the world go to america the streets are paved in gold you get there they give you everything for free some people do but not us it's terrible also on a fun note you guys there's another friend of ours on twitter her twitter handle is this is miss dark it's t-h-i-s-i-s-m-i-s-s-d-a-r-k she's got a great great uh, designs called Dark Designs with a number four after it. Um, she's doing all kinds of Pride custom designs for Pride Month for the LGBT community. And you can go to darkdesigns4.etsy.com and follow her on Twitter. She's super cool. So please follow khollow16 and Dark Designs 4 on Twitter. And I appreciate it. And we're going to take a quick music break. Um, Chad, how about if we do a uh, Togo Ultra Rock Cannonball song? Let's do it. All right, everybody. So this is Togo Ultra Rock. The name of the song is Cannonball. Hope you enjoy it. And we'll come back and call our guests. Well, first time when I saw you, I was fine. Well, the second time I knew you would be mine. A one-sided cyber romance. Yes, I was hoping for a strolling glance. Then I saw you standing outside the club. You came running after You called 
nothing to be We talked and laughed like we were old best friends We did and never want the night to end But you said I just don't know about this But you know, I grabbed you and I gave you a kiss Standing in the snow, you said goodbye, I gotta go But your arms would not let go everybody so that's togo ultra rock he's going to be coming on the show in the next month or so he's a super great uh, rock singer he's really cool he's got pink hair so it should be a lot of fun i think we'll enjoy it so chad you're gonna to have to help me on this next one help you yeah because we're gonna to talk to rob blake we got to call him because we're time to call and, and i don't think that our that ron's coming back <laughs> forever uh, who knows he's upset right now oh, so on, what can i do ron. so let's, let's upset. call him let's call him we have dead air, though. Rob Blake, come in. There we go. Hello. All right. Hey, Rob. How you doing? I'm great. How are you today? Fantastic. Let me tell you. Oh, good. I can see you very well. Perfect. Hi. Where are we calling you from? I just got home to uh, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Where I'm in Oklahoma? Just, uh, Norman, just out of Oklahoma City. Never been. Okay. But I see you're all well set up. We got the headphones, nice background. We can see you. So it's working pretty good. I'm very happy for that. Perfect. All right, so now, now that we know that we can uh, hear you, let me do a intro for the show. Um, all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented, one of the world's most celebrated illusionists, Mr. Rob Blake. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Before I get started, let me introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Rob, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Chad, thanks for having me on. Good to And now we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. There you go. And if you guys want to follow Rob on Twitter, he's at Rob Blake Magic on Twitter. That's R O B L A K E M A G I C on Twitter. Or you can check out his website. It's robblake.com. That's me. There you go. That that's you. All right. So so tell us a little bit about you as as Rob Blake the Illusionist. Sure. I uh, started doing magic when I was a kid, and now I get to travel all over the world performing my illusions in casinos and theaters and arenas, and actually have one of the largest uh, touring illusion shows in the world right now. 
There you go. Congratulations. I read uh, someplace or maybe in a bio or something. In 2008, you were the youngest Merlin Award winner ever in history, which is an International Stage Magician of the Year Award. Right. That is like the Magic Industries Oscar or Grammy or Tony Award. So it's kind of where the magicians uh, get together, the biggest magic organization in the world, and they nominate a magician every year. And I was uh, the 2008 International Magician of the Year. Okay. And how old were you if you were the youngest one? Uh, I was 25 then. There you go. Okay, so 25, and we can do the math, 25 in 2008, and we're in, That's so right. nine years, so, so you're 34, 34 now. Yeah. There you go. That's right. Okay, and, and where are you doing shows at the moment? I uh, Next week, we take off for Lake Tahoe, where I will be at Harris Lake Tahoe for the entire summer. We were there for the, inter, uh, for the winter, and I'm excited to go back for the summer. So you got an actual like residency for the whole summer. I do, summer. I do. That's like a big deal for a magician, right? It is. Uh, we, oh, I guess it's, a illusionist. I'm sorry. I said magician. I should say it's, They're it's, almost well, interchangeable for me. So, okay. Uh, okay. You know, an illusionist is a type of magician. So uh, illusionist would be a big stage show like what I do, where we have uh, four semi-trucks that take uh, to travel the show around. So it's nice to be parked in a place like um, Lake Tahoe for the summer, where as opposed to doing a lot of one-nighters where everything has to be set up and taken down in a matter of hours. Yeah, which is like nice. And so how about how many people then do you play for every night? Uh, I think the theater holds around 700. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. Do you have, oh, I, hear, I hear that you're, you have a dog that's part of your whole thing. I do. You know, the hardest thing about being on the road so much is uh, not having a dog. And so about a year ago, I adopted a rescue dog and he travels with me. And he even has a couple cameos in the show on the nights he's up to it. And uh, it's, it's made my life so much uh, less stressful and so much better just having him uh, with me all the way on the road. It's a Yorkie mutt named Roger. That's right. Yep. We actually have two rescue dogs, Brandy and Shazam. And one of them's, the best. They're the best. They're the best, but one of them is uh, Shazam. He's like a 130-pound like Brazilian Mastiff, and so he's a little bit harder to handle. It's not like you could just take him around with you everywhere. You sure. know, like, like you're taking a Yorkie. Yorkie, sure. that works much better. But I love the fact that you dedicate time to animal rescue, so I think that's a really, really Absolutely. cool thing. Some of the greatest you know, uh, you know, friendships in my life have been actually dogs I've had growing up or living with me. So every year I try to do, uh, actually in many places, benefit shows or, or events where we can support animal rescue groups. There you go, which I think is fantastic. Absolutely. So you have to you have to get him like a brother or sister. Uh, you know, uh, whenever I'm home, uh, he gets to play with my mom's dog and uh, my sister's dog, my grandparents' dog. And actually, uh, the day I rescued him, my grandparents actually adopted the female he was rescued with too. So he still gets to see his uh, oh, good friends go. quite a bit. Oh yeah, so that's super nice. I like that. Okay, yeah. so you were named the top illusionist in the world by Caesar's Entertainment. And that's what I read. Now I'm going sure. off of stuff I saw on your bio. So if I, if anything's wrong, it's yeah. you guys. I, I mean, I'm pretty humble, so I like to say I'm <laughs> one of them. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I love the industry. There are lots of great people, but it was a big honor whenever I was uh, named one of the top illusionists in the world. They said the top, I say one of. Okay, so tell us some of the places because I wrote down you've worked, you've performed on network television, Times Square, the Vegas Strip, Atlantic City, casinos, yeah. arenas, and theaters worldwide, and the White House. Which president? Uh, W. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was a uh, way. It was um, trying to think. That was a long, long time ago. <laughs> early, early on for him, I think. Okay, that 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 works though. It's a lot of fun. So tell, like, what what kind of different TV shows have you been on? Sure, I've done I've done uh, of course all sorts of talk shows, interview shows, and things all over the world, and and some in languages I don't don't know what the show is called. Uh, I did Masters of Illusion on the CW network. I've been on. Uh, we recently did uh, Hallmark Channel's Home and Family Show. Oh, I, I and, saw that on Twitter. I retweeted that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You, you've got a great. Uh, you're very active on Twitter. So are all yes, your supporters and fans. That's pretty awesome. 
everybody in the chat room is on Twitter, and then we we know them all, and and everybody you know everybody I supports. Actually, we all support each other, so it's not just they support me, and I support the things that they do too, and it's a lot of fun. It works really well. Well, I, I got a lot of very active and nice, and uh, you know, I've had conversations with some of them on Twitter already myself. Uh, just from whenever you announced we were going to do the show. So thanks. Yeah, there you go. So it's a lot of fun. So tell us a little bit about the people that are in the pictures behind your... Oh, okay. Behind- I, I, I love history. I love magic, and I love history. So I collect posters and artifacts from old magicians. I've got uh, Houdini and Carter and Thurston and um, Alexander Herman. These were magicians from kind of the vaudevillian era, the golden era of magic. And a lot of the illusions we perform today are based on things that they do. Like, uh, for example, I put a show, a new illusion in my show um, a month ago, or uh, I guess in December, a couple months ago, and uh, it was based on one of Houdini's most famous illusions, but we perform it uh, much more modern and, and faster speed and, and different than he did, but it still has a foundation in what Houdini was most famous for. Absolutely, which is cool. Have you seen, like, all the different movies on Houdini? Oh, I have, absolutely. You know, he was really a fascinating character, and um, I recently uh, finished a book where some people were saying he was actually a spy for the U.S. government. Oh, actually, oh, well, they they said you know I wrote a book on Charlie Chaplin and they said that about Charlie Chaplin too that he was. Do you like think a he traitor. was? Um, I, I don't know if he was or not, but either way, he got penalized and punished for being one. So, so I'm not actually sh- sure. I did do a documentary on it, and we just we just brought up the fact that he actually, you know, was charged and believed to be, but I don't know if it's true or not. So I think it's probably true, yes, but I don't. I can't like actually say that for a fact. So sure. same way with the same thing that you would be able to say with like a Houdini. You don't really oh, know sure. for you, sure, you but you really think. Know. Right, That's exactly. Right. So do you see, do you watch any of the like the magician movies? Like did you see Now You See Me and Now You See Me Oh, I did, too? yeah. I thought those were really fun and uh, kind of brought life back into magic. It's kind of going on a surge and I think the Now You See Me films had a big, uh, had a big support in that. Actually, the first one. I thought the first one was fantastic, awesome. Absolutely. It's got a great cast yep. and everything. The second one was a little bit weaker. I didn't like the girl in the second one as much as the girl in the first one, even though she was in True Blood and I liked her a lot. But but the second one, the story line was a little bit weaker than the first one. I, I agree. I agree. You know, but that's the case for most sequels across the board. Absolutely. I, oh no, you gotta love it. Well, what about like, do you watch shows like America? Like I watch America's Got Talent. I don't actually watch it. I watch it on YouTube, and like they always have a ton of like magicians and illusionists. Mm-hmm. Yep, Some of them do. are really good. Some of them are really good, and sometimes I don't even get like they're so good. Like you don't even get like sure, why? Sure. Like nobody ever like knows about them. Like like do you ever watch those? Number one, and then how did you kind of like get your break? Because you kind of like bypassed that, and everybody knows I did, who you I are. I did. You know, it, I, for me to they call to try to get me to do the show quite often, and to do that, I would actually have to quit working to kind of backtrack to do that, which is you know tough to do. Um, but I, I do I do see it usually not live. People send me YouTube links or share it with me another way, and it's um. Uh, it's really great whenever there's good magic, it helps all magic shows. And, and again, I love magic. So if there's good magic out there, I think it's absolutely great. And how I got my break, I was um, I actually left college when I was 20 to try to do this full time. And then a couple of years after struggling, I got my first gig and it was overseas in Japan for about six months. And actually, uh, they love a lot of they love like a lot of American music and a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of different things in, in America. So if you can a lot of times if you break in over there, it, it actually you can become a superstar over there and people might not even know you here uh, in America. Absolutely. I don't know that like Nikki Hilton. I don't know if you like follow gossip, but Nikki and Paris Hilton, Nikki Hilton. Like, I mean, everybody knows who she is. But in sure. in Japan, when she shows up in a plane, you know, like that hunt, like oh, yeah. thousands of yeah. people come to, to meet her off the plane because she's like sure. she's like a Justin Bieber or something. <laughs> Yeah, they they love uh, American pop culture for sure, and they also really uh, love magic as a culture. You know, it's more embedded in their um, and their mythologies of the culture as well. So magic is really um, a big deal for Asian cultures for the most part. 
Like I love it. Actually, they had a, they had some really good ones on uh, on uh, America's Got Talent. This this past no no Britain's I think it's Britain's Got. I don't know. I watch them. You know, both, I've heard so. that too. I've been caught up. I've got a few emails I need to click on and, and watch. I've been traveling so busy. I haven't had a chance to. But yeah, I do look forward to catching up and seeing all the newest stuff. There's a girl who just became runner. She was runner up on Britain's Got Talent, and mm-hmm. her name is Issy something. I don't even know her last name, but she was on Britain's Got Talent, and she's a magician. But she's like nine years old or something, or eight years yeah, old. And great. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, she's doing stuff that's. They weren't even saying, you know, they've had people on, you know, that are like old magicians sure. that have been doing it forever that weren't as clever as she was. Sure. You know, I don't know how they do the different things, but but it was really really, you know, fun and and. Yeah. So no, I, you, I look forward to seeing that. So for sure. What do you think? Okay, so like in in uh, in now you see me. You had the uh, you had the Morgan Freeman character, you know, right, who like basically right. was like the person, you know, uh, what do you call that one? Kind of like, exposing, yeah, exposing, yeah, yeah and right. exposing all the trips. Yeah. And, and I I noticed there's we used to have a TV show. The I don't know magician. if we still have. Yeah, like like what do you think of that kind of stuff where the people are doing that and and really kind of like wrecking all the surprises? You know, there always will be people who do that. Uh, and as a kid, I was really into magic as a teenager. And that's when that show came out. It was very, very popular. And it made my blood boil as a kid. Um, you know, now uh, I, I'm not a fan of it. I think it's, you know, bad karma and just a bad, um, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't think it does, it does good. Uh, it, magic is all about the mystery and the fun. And, and you know, I'm honest to my audience. I say I'm going to trick you. So it's not like I'm scamming them or conning them. And they come in buying a ticket knowing that I will perform an illusion or, or deceive them in some way. I get paid to deceive people for a living. So for somebody to try to go and ruin the fun, it really just takes tries to take the magic out of it. Uh, and as a kid, I was more frustrated because the things they're exposing were more uh, widely available. Whereas now my, my custom illusions are more challenging, so it would be difficult for them to expose something I do in my show now compared to you know what I was doing as a kid or a teenager. I actually have a video clip. Chad, I know you were playing it, but people couldn't hear it. Can we like put together the video clip? Sure. Um, so I actually did your like highlight reel. I pulled it off oh, cool. of YouTube so we could awesome. play it for everybody, and we're going to play it. It's only like three three minutes long or something, so sure. we'll kind of hang out. We'll talk about it after it gets done. Um, but how about you introduce it, Chad? Do you have it ready? I do. All right, you introduce it for us, Rob, and then just hang on while we're while everybody's listening to it. And so I'm pretty sure these are going to be some of the uh, highlights from uh, my current touring show right now. So enjoy. Here we go.
There you go. That was a nice video. Liked it. Thank there you. you. Go. So, you guys, that's the video highlights. You can also go to Rob Blake's. I think it's Rob Blake Magic, right? The YouTube page. Yes, uh, I believe so. I think and it's Rob Blake Magic on Instagram and Facebook and everything. So he's got a whole bunch of other videos. And if you go to robblake.com, then you can uh, see all the different kinds of things he's got going on. You can also Absolutely. see his touring schedule, where he's going to be playing. So so while we were, I was trying to talk, but then it got too loud. So like when you're actually, um, when you're when you go, like you're all set up and you're ready to do the shows and stuff. Do you guys have to rehearse it then every single day for the show that uh, night? It really depends. You know, we may not rehearse the entire show every day. Like uh, if if it's a difficult venue where everything changes and how we have to present things because the venue, we of course will rehearse as much as we can. Uh, but if something doesn't go great or I have an idea or just to say fresh, we will try to rehearse uh, at least some elements every day, just because the show needs to be as fresh and perfected and polished as possible. And then do you have like a bunch of like beautiful women and stuff? I, I saw do. some women in the thing, so I'm assuming that you do. I, I, have a, I have a wonderful team. I've got uh, beautiful dancers who are very talented who uh, travel with us and a giant crew that travels with us as well. Do you like, are you like a rock band, you know, like that travels with like a huge, like, you know, 48 foot semi with all your stuff in it? Uh, four semi trucks. Four semi trucks. Four semi trucks, yep. Yep. And then oh we will either fly in or bus in, depending on the route into uh, where we're headed. Oh my gosh! So do you have like a tour bus that you like sleep on with beds and everything? Sometimes, too? sometimes we do. It just depends on the <laughs> depends on the touring dates and where we're headed and uh, where we've been. So being an illusionist is very similar to being a rock star. And some with just a lot more equipment. <laughs> do you have like groupies then who follow you around I do. From place I do. to place? Especially on social media, but I do absolutely. <laughs> you gotta love it. Okay, so okay. we sing. We're single. We're married. We're dating. Uh, very single. Very dedicated to the work. I mean, I I travel ninety percent of the year. So. Uh, so life is the show. It's kind of cool though, because you could have like a different girlfriend in every in every t town, you know, and and then just have a, like a lot of, have a like a regular person to go see, and you wouldn't get tired of them because you would be <laughs> someone different all the time. That's right. That's right. You gotta like love it. I love that. So again, you guys, if you want to follow Rob, you can follow him at Rob Lake Magic on Twitter or RobLake.com uh, is his actual website, and he's on social media and he's on Twitter. Like and and, and actually, just go check out all this stuff because it's like really cool. So, what's your? Do you have a favorite trick? What's your like your most uh, favorite trick to perform? Number one and number two. Like, how often do you add new big illusions? Sure. Uh, those almost go hand in hand. I create the illusions of the show. So asking for a favorite is tough because some of these have been in development for eight or nine years. Um, last summer, I put an illusion in the show that's the most difficult I've ever done. And it, um, it's every night I do, it's still the most difficult every night. And uh, it was in the works for um, six or seven years and it finally made it to the show. So to pick one is kind of like picking a favorite pet or a favorite kid. You know, it's hard to pick just one, but things that make it most exciting for me every night are the pieces that involve the audience. Even if it's a grand illusion, I bring audience members on stage to be part of the magic just so, um, just to make it more interactive, more impossible, and more of an experience for everybody. So that's probably more, more of my favorite style of illusions. Um, and, you know, uh, and like I said, I, I just try to create them all. So we're trying to put a few new ones in uh, this summer. Um, but it's a work in progress, so you never really know exactly when it's going to go in the show. Uh, it's a lot of trial and error. Come, sometimes can take months, sometimes can take years. Uh, lots of prototype, lots of development, and lots of rehearsals, then sometimes back to square one to start over and, and go again. Yeah, so you do get some that you like spend lots of time on and then it just doesn't work and you have to figure it out again or drop it. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and I try not to drop it. I just Sometimes it stimulates a different type of creativity and, and thinking. So and I have sometimes a some, go, go ahead. I was going to say there's a question in here from Tristan and he's in Australia. 
But she said, what's your most pr- act you're most proud of, if any, which you kind of answered when you said you did all of them, so you kind of like all of them. But then it says, how did you balance your development between traditional illusions and developing your own signature ones? Sure. As a kid, uh, it can be very costly and very, very time-consuming to create an illusion. And kind of like in music, there, uh, if you go to music school, I assume you would study the the principles, the foundations, the classics first before you branch out into creating your own. So magic is kind of the same way. The more readily available illusions and tricks to do are uh, are very kind of standard and classic pieces. And um, like I said earlier with the thing I created based on a Houdini bit, that's uh, developed uh, my version of something that has its foundations in a classic piece. So um, I guess to answer your question, Tristan, it's always being creative and trying to come up with my own personal personality and touch of making an illusion really feel cool to me. They actually like uh, a bunch of Martians. They were putting your Twitter handle in the chat room oh, so they could follow you. But um, awesome. someone else made a comment that they liked the one where the like girl gets folded up into the blanket yes, and disappears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess that must have been. Since I, I was talking to you and I didn't actually watch the whole reel, sure. uh, like so I didn't actually see. Is that that must have been one of them that was in it, right? Though that was that yeah, in, absolutely. That yeah, your yeah. Highlight reel? Based on Japanese origami, and a, a girl gets folded up into a small cube. So yeah, you gotta like, love it. See. It must Absolutely. be really cool to be you to know like all the stuff like that's going on behind to make all that stuff happen because whenever you see a magic act and then you look in the audience mm-hmm. and everybody's face is so like you know amazed and awesome and everything and for you as the person who creates the illusion that must be a really cool feeling to to like look out at the audience and say yeah I did it and look they're all impressed and like it really yeah there's works. just enough glow from the stage lights where I can see the faces and you just see the even the most uh, uh, hardened adult has this look on their face where they just look. Anything could be possible. Just a sense of wonder. They look like a kid. Just for an instance, you know, they regroup and regain themselves and composure. But just for a moment, it looks like any kind of magic uh, could be possible. And there's this smile and twinkle in their eye. And just uh, that's one of my favorite parts of doing what I do. I love it. I think it's fabulous. So, do you like to go watch magic shows? And do you go see other people's shows when when you're not performing? If you were to go out as entertainment, would you go see someone else's show? Not really as much anymore. Sometimes I will. Um, but usually not. I find inspiration now in other things like movies or uh, the Disney theme parks or other attractions that are just or Broadway shows or, or a really good concert. Things like that inspire me more uh, than actual magic show these days. So um, and also I live my I live in theaters and I live doing a magic show. So sometimes on a day off, I may not want to go see another magic. Right. Show. Right. Well, if, if you were to go, would you like to let them know you were coming? It depends. I mean, that's the courtesy thing to do. Uh, it's a small world where everybody kind of knows everybody. So, uh, you know, we, you know, I would, you know, they would call me for comp tickets or vice versa, or, or if we have a mutual friends, so we'd, you know, get in touch that way. So, oh, that's so funny. I was just thinking, uh, maybe I'm like devious. So I was just thinking, so that way they would know you weren't there trying to like, you know, steal whatever they're oh, doing. Sure. Cause you'd be like, Hey, you know, I'm in the audience and I just came to really, cause I wanted to see your show, you know, sure, and, sure, exactly. And you don't have to worry that it won't be in my show next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think there's a mutual respect among the industry to uh, respect each other's things. Oh, somebody in the chat room asked if 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 you ever screw up. Like, do you ever like have oh, a, sure. something go totally wrong? You know, it's such a big machine with so many moving parts and so many people that uh, we pr- try to come up and brainstorm every possible contingency for what could go wrong. Uh, this way, if it could, does go wrong on stage, my entire team can jump to plan B or C or D and plan accordingly so the audience won't know. But sometimes things go wrong where we can't control it. Like power goes out for the entire block that the theater's on. That's happened a few times in a few places. And uh, uh, one time the uh, fire sprinkler... really wouldn't be on... That's not really like no. on you. Though. Oh, well, the fire sprinkler going off could be on you if it, it, it was could be, but, fire. But, but, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> exactly. 
So no, I mean, but but if you're in the middle of like levitating somebody, that happens, and all the lights go out, or you have a bunch of volunteers on stage, and and uh, you know power has an issue or something goes wrong, you've got to go through these contingencies and these plans so that you can uh, adapt and you know keep the show afloat. And do you have do you already have contingency plans set up like in your head or whatever? Like okay, if the lights go out, this is what I would try to do. I sure, mean, it might sure. not and work. It's part of the rehearsal process too. You know, we we go with okay, if this if uh, the curtain breaks or if this doesn't happen or you know if something goes wrong in illusion, what do we do? We try to go through every possible scenario with the whole team so that not only I have it in my head, but my entire staff can jump to those plans too. Know, and I the audience that. hopefully will never know. Okay, so let's go off of illusions a little bit, and let's go into. Okay, so you said you like to go like watch movies, and some movies sure. are inspirational. What are some movies that are have been inspirational for you, or what's your favorite movie? Okay, that is a probably the most impossible question you could ask me. <laughs> I I love good movies, I really do. If I had to pick one, um, did you say uh, see uh, Hugo a few years ago? Yes, I did. That is uh, one of my all-time favorites. It's a, uh, based on a true story. In fact, almost every character and story in there is true, except for uh, Hugo himself. Uh, but it's basically a love story to movies and magic, and so that's that probably is one of my absolute favorites. I also, um, as a kid, was enchanted by the original Beauty and the Beast, the animated film, and that was uh, a favorite. And I loved E.T. growing up. And did um, you see that? Did you see the new Beauty and Beast, like the live-action one? Did. What did you was, think of that? It was uh, done well. Oh, it's done very well. I, I thought it was wonderful. I really, really liked it. Um, as a side note, uh, uh, kind of a side business I've had for uh, God, 13 years now, I've created the illusions for over 1,000 productions of Beauty and the Beast, the musical live. So from professional groups to community groups to uh, summer stock to, to high schools, uh, they will rent out our roses and magic mirrors and props. Um, oh, that's so, cool. So I've always loved that show, so I would have been a hard critic, but I thought the, the, the new version was fabulous and amazing, and, but the original is still going to be the best. Uh, that one. I actually I saw that when it was in in Florida. Like actually, the touring company and sure. and who was starring in it was the um the, the girl I forgot her name, but the girl from The Sopranos who played the daughter on The Sopranos. Okay. Um. Anyway, she was the star. She played you know Belle in Beauty and the Beast in yep. in that version. She's a really good singer, so it was very enjoyable. And I also read that you you also uh, have your effects and stuff in Phantom of the Opera. A bunch of yeah, fan, yeah, some, yeah, some of the Phantom of Opera. A lot of these groups now that the you know the rights are available for you know groups or theaters to produce these shows, they get to the script and it says you know the beast transforms or the the phantom disappears, and that's where they call us and say, okay, how do we do this? And that's so that's cool. where we, we sell them the blueprints or consult with them or design something for them or rent them the equipment. Well, that's like really cool. So like it's a side business that's actually pertaining directly to the business. Absolutely, and it's you know involving you know uh, brands and properties and stories and things that I I really do like a lot. I love it. Okay, do you ever watch any horror movies? Do you like horror movies at all? Actually, no. I get so so bored in horror films. <laughs> you really? That's I my do. favorite genre. I, I um, you know, usually, you know, you have to admit though, they're usually pretty cheaply done, and and you know, it's not about the script or the story or the entertainment value. Usually, they're they're for kind of the shock value. And that, uh, maybe, absolutely. absolutely, and maybe it's the magic that I don't know. I just get, I I want to be enriched or entertained or enlightened seeing a show, and and uh, horror films. I just I get so bored. <laughs> How about the superhero films? Uh, some of them, some of them, I think are really, really well done, um, and some of them I think are a little, just a little kind of cheesy for me. Yeah, some of them are a little bit. I, I, I see all of them, but some of them are a little bit cheesy. Which we ones actually, do you like the best? Um, I actually like the X Men, like old X Men yes, films. Yes, the, like the early. Shows. Not like the newer ones, but the ones that had like um, Patrick Stewart and everybody, yeah. like Haley yeah. Berry, the, and all the first like, like two or three. Films. Yes. 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 X Two is probably my favorite superhero film. Yes, very good. Yeah. Um, so I like those, and I. Um, 
I, I kind of liked the Fantastic Four, even though the movies weren't great, but just because I grew up with the Fantastic Four and I enjoyed them so much. Um, but actually, we went and saw Wonder Woman uh, this weekend. It was great. Wonder Woman was really, really good. Um, but I hated Batman. Batman, I don't know, Batman versus Superman or whatever. I thought that was yeah, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I appreciate that. So Yeah, don't go see that one because that one was not any fun and Superman dies at the end. You no, know, spoiler. like, and I don't know how they, uh, well, everybody's seen it. It got panned as like one of the top 10 worst movies of 2000. I guess it came out last year, 2016 or whatever. So it was freaking like terrible. And, and to me, it was just kind of, uh, I didn't really like Ben Affleck as Batman in the first place, even though he did an okay job. But just the fact that, you know, that they, they shouldn't have made his first movie being a movie that, you know, he's fighting Superman because they're supposed sure. to be on the same team. So right, I don't yeah. really like I think it. they're all good guys. That's right. And so I really like them all that way. And I actually like the last of uh, the, the Captain America Civil War just because it had every superhero in it. You know, they introduced Spider-Man and Black Panther and all the different people. And since I like the superheroes, I, uh, I saw Doctor Strange last year. And I thought that was great. too. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that one more than I thought. So, I did too, and I didn't think I was going to like it at all. Same here. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so. I I wanted him to cast someone else for that, and I like Deadpool because it has a comedic element. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I thought that was uh, very well written. And I think uh, the next Deadpool is going to have Cable, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I like any of those films like that that are kind of comedic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very uh, yeah unexpected and smart. I thought. So how about comedies then? Do we watch comedies? Do you like like Will Ferrell movies or? Uh, again, again. Um, too it's stupid, too, right? It's too stupid, but you know, sometimes something will be so stupid it's great. So, you know, I, I'm very, I'm a movie snob. So, if I'm going to see something, I want to really, really like it or enjoy it. So, I'm trying to think of a stupid one that I did absolutely love, but because uh, uh, sometimes I, 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 I don't will. like them when they get too stupid either. Yeah. Uh, though I really don't. I like heavy duty dramas. You know, I, I mean, if it's a smart, like very, you know, almost like a British comedy where it's very smart or witty or or clever or, or like Deadpool, that was a very smart comedy. I yes, think, you know, very, smart. very, very, yeah, very clever. So I enjoyed that kind of comedy. So how about if they made a movie about you? Would you like dig that? And if they did, who would you want to play you? Or would sure. you? Or would uh, you want to play you? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, I, I probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough to you know give the reins of your life to somebody else, but I don't know. It uh, depends on what story we're we're going to tell. <laughs> so um, sure. you know, I think you know life uh, in show business already is is daring and scary enough. So we'll see what kind of movie would come out of that. <laughs> that's a pretty long time though. You've been doing it a long time, and sure. you've gotten a lot of great recognition we gotta uh and it's interesting to me that you said that you know sometimes those different shows will contact you to be on them um, quite often you know, pretty which, much every year so yeah. um which to me is i didn't really get you know i don't i don't know the inner workings of like all those shows so the, i know a lot about the reality singing shows and how sure. they're how, how they work because we've had so many of the winners and singers on on the show but i think that i never really thought about the talent shows that they actually don't just let people sign up, but they actually have to go out looking for people also. They do. I mean, it's kind of like, really you know, remember, it's, it's good TV. You know, that's there is, the contest is secondary to the good TV they want to produce. So they're, you know, I, I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think every year they kind of go in and say, okay, we're looking for this kind of act and this kind of act and this kind of person. You know, I think they're kind of casting it like a, almost like a scripted show is kind of my, my feeling from it. Okay, so I got another question in here, and okay. it says, "If magic's if magic superpowers actually existed, what would your personal what what would your persona look like? Costume and powers inspired by who, and what would you use the powers for?" That's quite a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who asked that one? That, who is that, that from? That, that's from Australia, also. That's from Tristan. Oh, hey, He's Tristan, like totally digging it. First of all, Tristan, what makes you think that magic powers don't already really exist? That's that's <laughs> something you should. <laughs> um, and then second, uh, Tristan. Um, I would probably choose flight, you know, human flight. Um, 
Uh, and as far as costume, I would go incognito. I would go uh, dressed as myself uh, incognito because, you know, we've all seen the superhero movies where they get, you know, hunted down for be having special powers or, or uh, you know, I, I'd rather just be myself who possess this cool ability to fly wherever I want without having to go through like TSA check every time. Absolutely. You wouldn't want, you're right about that one. That's funny. Okay. I love it though. All right, everybody. So we're on the, we're on the line with Rob Lake. You guys can follow him on Twitter. It's at Rob Lake magic. His website is roblake.com and uh, he's going to be, tell us where you're going to be again. I will be at Harris Lake Tahoe this summer, June, July, August. So come see us there and follow my website or social media for our upcoming dates for the fall. There you go. And we also want to thank, I forgot who said this. Is it Steve Levine? Levine? Steven set us up for us. So thanks, Steven, if you're uh, listening. That's right. So if you're listening, thank you so much. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. Wish you all the success in everything that you've got going on. I think it's phenomenal. Congratulations with all of that. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And keep us posted with what's going on, and we'll bring you back. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you so much for having me. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you. What do you think, Chad? Pretty fun, right? Very cool. What an awesome little uh, video reel he has set up there. That was nice. Yeah. Isn't it really nice? That's why I wanted that's to make pro. sure we played it so everybody could see since it's hard to get. We can't get him doing anything on the show for us. Right. That's true. Um, well, we could have. So that way. <laughs> well, yeah, difficult. maybe we could have, but it might have been difficult. So that way, by actually showing it, I think we get to work it out much better. Perfect. Um, all right, everybody. So we're going to take a quick music break. And uh, what we're going to play is you guys remember Niall Sexton? He was on the show last year. Um, he did a new cover of Ed Sheeran's Supermarket Flowers. It's super phenomenal. And uh, love this guy so much. His voice is super, super incredible. So we hope you guys like it. Chad, you got that ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here's Niall Sexton, Supermarket Flowers. I took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill. Through the day old tea from the cup Packed up the photo album with you and me Memories of a life that's been loved I took the gabble some cards and stuffed animals Poured the old ginger beer down the sink Dad always told me, don't you cry when you're down But when there's a tear every time that I'll blink Oh, I'm at pieces, it's tearing me up But I know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved So I'll sing hallelujah You are an angel in the shape of my mom when I was down, you'd be there holding me up Spread your wings and I'll go And when God takes you back He'll sing hallelujah, you're home I fluffed the pillows and made the bed Stack the chairs up Folded your nightgowns neatly in a case John says he drives then put his hand on my cheek And wiped a tear from the side of my face And I hope that I see the world as you did Cause I know a life of love is a life that's been lived 
Sexton, the name of the song again is Supermarket Flowers. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? He has a hell of a voice. He needs someone to do videos for him, though. Yeah, I know, because he just does those covers where he's just sitting there. In his room. (laughs) I mean. You know what, though? That's what all the cover people do, but he's not like a big enough one. He should. As far as I'm concerned, his voice is right up there with the rest of them. He's, oh, I think so, too. I think his voice is up there. I think he's fabulous. But he only gets like 10,000 plays a video. And you know, there's p- other people who go up and put covers up there, and they get like 5 million plays, which uh, I don't know how they do it. Uh, um, but I do actually like like him a lot. So everybody should follow him. He's at Niall Sexton on Twitter. And just plug in Niall Sexton on YouTube, and you can see all his videos because he's got a whole channel full of them. And I think he's really, really good. Sorry, so, no, and, like and everybody in the chat room loved it. Thanks, everybody. It looks like Drew's in the chat room now. So, hey, Drew, what's up? Hope you're feeling better. And who else? Somebody else. Goddess is in the chat room. I don't know if we said anything to Goddess or not, but hello, Goddess. And oh, Zardrew wants to know. I don't know the linkage for it, John, uh, Drew. Just look up Niall Sexton on YouTube. Also, you guys, we want to let you know you can listen to us every week live on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. We're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Monster FM Radio in New York, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And also, you guys love it if you uh, 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 subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also see us on TV on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube, but we're trying to get YouTube subscribers, so just plug into your YouTube search, The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. And then you'll find it. There you go. You got to like love it. So what's going on in Florida, Chad? Because I don't have a whole lot of things to talk about. We have 15 minutes till our next guest. Florida, <laughs> you lived here. There's nothing going on here. It's the most one of the most boring states. Uh, only thing everyone's talking about right now, of course, is the rain. And that has stopped. So there's, there's going to be nothing else to talk about, you know. Oh, we've uh, had like rain every freaking day too, and it's freaking it's absolutely terrible. Yeah, but the weather's the weather's the thing here in South Florida. You know, we're all worried about everyone's worried about it's going to break off and become an island or something. Well, we have everything here too going on because like the flu's going around, so everybody's sick. Really? But you can hear it in my voice. Like I've got like a I've got like I've had a cold for like ten days. Man, I'm blessed. I haven't had like a good virus, bacteria, cold in years, so I don't know what I'm doing right. But thank God I haven't got one of those in a while. Okay, so those so where no are we fun. playing this weekend? Are we playing anywhere fun? 
yeah, we had three gigs. We canceled the first one. We showed up at the second one. Someone was already in our spot, so we canceled that one too. And then we played the third one at Banana Boat down in Boynton Beach. Had a good time. Uh, How so, does somebody show up in your spot? <laughs> it's called double booking. It's called too many chefs in the kitchen. I think yeah. so. <laughs> that's just my take. Yeah, on but that kind of like that's kind of like jacked up. That's really jacked up. Though. It was jacked up. You know what? I didn't even care. I was like, perfect. We're out of here. You know, and okay, but we yeah, didn't. We didn't want to do it. I didn't really want to do it, but we did, we had uh, the next weekend. We only had one gig this upcoming weekend, so I'm like, "We'll just take next weekend." He's like, "Cool, Mike, settled. Let's go. We got the night off." Actually, Goddess <laughs> says it's raining too. So I don't know where she, God, Goddess she's is north in of here, like middle or mid to hour. North Florida, someplace. Yeah, she, she says it's raining there. So says, all right, so it's coming back. We've had actually like a eight hour gap because it did rain pretty much like three or four days straight not really hard but just a nice light constant rain that did not stop it was amazing i thought i was in seattle i'm like this is what seattle people think i heard somebody in the background who you got with you we got d shout out d Hi. hey what's up hey d how are you i'm good how are you i'm fantastic he's flying solo because ron's being a big puss but look, he looks better. He looks pretty good on the screen. Maybe we need to zoom in closer. There's too much couch or what is that that you're sitting on? That's a big yeah, ass couch. A, it is. A, yeah, there's no way to like fix that though because the TV. I don't think I can fix that. Maybe <laughs> if we take a song break, I can fix it for All the right. next one. We'll see. Maybe we'll do that anyway because we got. What time is it? We got it's a couple minutes. Right? Yeah, we're pretty close. I like the chair. Okay. I think it adds character. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice, actually. It's very comfortable. It's like a half, it's a half sectional, you know, like a half sectional that fits in a corner. It's really, really nice. So you gotta like love it. Very fancy, very fancy. You got it. What are you gonna do? So, so let's look through our music, uh, our our music uh, pile of what we got, and let's list off some different things and pick something that we can play for everybody. I got Chaz Robinson's "Let." Uh, okay, let's do that one. I like that one better. All right. And then I'll see if I can move the camera closer. All right, everybody. So this is Chaz Robinson. Uh, his uh, name of his album is Chaz, and this is the ballad off the album called Let. It's a fabulous song. I hope you guys love it, and here it goes. Enjoy. a good intent as it reaches out to a far off song it molds within a lonely lull and it goes like this as a star crossed him so I let you go and I let you cry let you leave this place let you say goodbye then I'll let the time let it fly on by Let eternity not win this time Let the distance grow, don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home, I won't let you go Let your heart be sure
as the void unfolds, my heart implodes Once fallen for us, now gone cold Dismantled by unchanging ways and can't be swayed in our last days And it goes like this Not win this time Let the distance grow Don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home I will let you go Let your heart be shown Not a witness time Let the distance grow Don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home I won't let you go Let your heart be shown As the sun fades out To shades of grey Just like you it longs to stay A subtle whisper in the wind says Don't turn back and this is the Yay, everybody. That's Chaz Robinson. The name of the single is Let, and the name of his album is Chaz, and it's available on all the digital downloads and stores like Best Buy, so you can get it. You like that song, Chad? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I like piano ballads. You definitely wouldn't club to that. That's definitely a get yourself a little whiskey and a cigar and sit in a piano bar and chill out uh, type of music. But yeah, I do like it. It's very, he has a nice, smooth voice, and uh, it was well written. And his other and his other ones are actually like like the club banger songs or whatever. But I actually oh, like really? the ballad the best. All right, cool. So he do, so he doesn't just do uh, one type of music. He does multiple types, huh? Good. Right. Which actually, that's what I think everybody should be doing. I mean, I think if you're country, you should do country. But it doesn't mean every country song has to be like a shit kicking country song. It could be like a you know a country song, a country ballad. Like you know, everybody's got all different kinds, and that's what I like. Yeah, I guess that's one good thing about doing what we do is because we play a little bit of everything, you know. And, I don't know. I guess it's good for our own souls that we're not like pushed into a corner and playing one type of music. That's right. Hmm. That's what's why I like. You got to play everything anyway because I listen to everything. Do you Me- listen to only country music? Or you listen to everything? Hell no. Um, no, I like metal. I like Neil Diamond, um, country. Um, I do like even like that Pavarotti stuff, you know, and some opera stuff, you know. As long as it sounds good, I'm in. You know? I'm that way too. And I like the Pavarotti stuff. You betcha. 
It's good stuff. We were up in uh, at the Portofino Resort Hotel, and they had a uh, a guy that would come out and sing to the plaza during sunset, so you can get your like little bottle of wine or water or whatever, and sit out there plaza, and he'll sing for you. It was really nice. Very cool. Oh, see, I I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. I think it's like a lot of fun. It's very romantic. So, so I know you don't watch this, but I want to like give this a shout out to everybody anyway. But if and I actually found out about this show more primarily through Czar Drew in the chat room. Uh, but you guys, there's a TV show on. It's called River Riverdale, and Riverdale is basically the live action Archie comics. Huh. Um, but but it's not like a fun. You know, it's all kinds of stuff. There's like you know sex with school teachers and murder and music and you know families climbing and clawing at each other. So it's kind of like a like a modern take on Archie, um, but it's called Riverdale, and I watched episode one. It's on the CW, and it was really good. I watched episode one. It's on Netflix. The whole season, first season's on Netflix. I hear the second season's coming out later on, uh, I think in the fall. Um, but I think everybody should watch it because it's really, really freaking good. Yeah, you're right. I don't watch that stuff. But Dee did scream from down the hall and said, love that show. Yes, it's okay. very, very good. I think it... Uh, I think that it's really, really good, and so I think the whole thing is, like, fun. And Goddess says she loves Pavarotti, too. I used to know someone who had a dog and was a schnauzer, and his name was Pavarotti, and if you played music, he would start singing, like, start singing howling. to it. <laughs> right he, would, he would howl, and it was a lot of fun, so I think the whole thing was really cool. <laughs> and what else? Oh, and we want to give a shout-out, too, because uh, Meg, Meg, is in, Meg, Meg Rudick is in the chat room. So, hey, Meg, she's from Ohio, and... Uh, Goddess said she saw Pavarotti with the three tenors. I saw the three tenors, too, in Florida, down in Miami. I mean, I, oh, my God, that was so long ago. Now I'm feeling old. That has to be like 20 years ago, but it was fabulous. Actually, would you ever go to Would you go to an opera concert, Chad? Absolutely. Opera, uh, you know, what do they call it, stuff up in New York, uh, where they act. What do they call it? Broadway. Thank you, D. We need, <laughs> need D on the show. Can't even think. Yeah, Broadway, opera. Like I said, as long as it sounds good and has and it and it moves you and it has meaning, you know, I'm in. I, I'm I'm that way too. I like all of it, and I I follow like a whole bunch of like the different Broadway singers on Twitter. Oh, um, and this just in: the rain's back. So oh, that's no good. Our window is closed. Our eight-hour window of whatever that was dryness that's now closed. <laughs> Absolutely, it's back. Well, call I, Noah. Say that again. I said, call Noah. It's getting deep. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you need your arc. You need the arc to get it going. You're with me. You gotta love it. They're even writing Broadway in the in the thing. So come on, Chad, Broadway. <laughs> you you gotta love. It. I've seen a whole bunch of stuff on Broadway though. I saw Annie on Broadway, and I saw a chorus line on Broadway. Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Man, it's a Jekyll list. and Hyde on Broadway. Um, I think Rent I'll, on Broadway. I think all I've seen is like Nutcracker and I don't know something I saw in South Africa, but it was. I'm limited on my Broadway, but yes, I would go. I love that type of stuff. It's cool. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of fun too. Well, I think we we got four ten, and I'm supposed to call her at four fifteen. So does she look like she's online? Let me roll over to the sidewalk and take a look here. Mm-hmm. There you go. It so does. everybody, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to actually uh, call Bianca Ryan. You guys, she was the season one winner of America's Got Talent. She's all grown up now. She's not eleven anymore, and uh, she's got a new song coming out. And let's see if it's going to come through or not. not. Hello. Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you see me? Yes, I can see you. Can you? Are you on a laptop? Yeah. 
Okay, move the screen up a little bit because, like, your forehead, we only see your eyebrows down, but we can't see the top of your head. A little bit more, a little bit more. A little bit more. There, there you go. go. That's good. See, you're all grown up now, and you have boobs, so we can see your cleavage, too. It works out really nice. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Chad, what's Manicam.com? Is that like a new service you're using? Is that know. what I'm using right now? Oh, I don't know if you're using it or Chad's using it. Chad, is that you or her? That's not me. Oh, okay, that's her. Okay. Really? I, that's okay. Um, right. Okay. It's just so the watermark showing up on your screen. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay, as long as you can hear, we'll do some introductions and we'll get going. All right. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented America's Got Talent season one winner who's all grown up now, Miss Bianca Ryan. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on all of your successes. Thank I think, uh, can we ask you, like, how old are you now? I know you were 11 when you won America's Got Talent. Yeah, I am 22. Okay, so that was 11 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Time flies. That makes me feel really old. All right, so let's do some introductions, starting off with uh, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bianca. Welcome back. Hey, thank you for having me. And then we have a chat room full of uh, people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a good uh, Wednesday. There you go. There's lots of people in the chat room, and you have a lot of... There's somebody, too, who I think is specifically in the chat room for you. Do you know Roy Brent? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Say hi, say hi to Roy. Hey, Roy, how are you? There you go. All right, everybody. So this is Bianca Ryan. You can follow her on tw Twitter. She's at Bianca Ryan. Are you Bianca Ryan on all your social media? Um, I am. I'm official Bianca Ryan on Facebook and Instagram, and then just at Bianca Ryan on Twitter. There you go. Which one do you like best out of all the social media platforms? All of out of all of them, definitely Instagram. Do you really? Is that be just because? Is that where you have the most followers and the most people? It's just like more interactive. Like I just posted that I'm here, you know, like during the show on Instagram. It's just like very instant where like Facebook's more like a dedicated post where well, it's a story. You can just post whatever. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook too is more. Um, it's not really for the younger generation. Like I'm part of the old generation, but it, I'm a Twitter person anyway. Like Twitter's my favorite. I'll, and then Instagram and then Facebook. So I go through the markets that way. Yeah. Twitter's a little bit hard though. Cause you need like a play by play. And like half the time I'm just. Like, you know, like a hermit in my room doing, like, computer and music work and producing. Or, like, Twitter, you have to be like, oh, just ate a Hershey bar. Oh, <laughs> just got out of the shower. I don't actually do that, but I, I do But I do hear what you're saying. Um, actually, we have uh, Tristan. Say hi to Tristan. Hi, Tristan. How are you? The first time he ever listened to the Jimmy Star Show was one of the episodes that you were on, and he's in Australia. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. What time is it there? Um... Oh, it's like 6 in the morning, I think, or something. 5 in the morning? I don't know. It's like a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Wow. It's like it's really early. It's because it's the next day. It's not Wednesday yeah. there. It's Thursday because so, they're ahead of us. Have you oh. ever toured it? Did you get to go? Have you been to Australia? I've actually never been to Australia. The two places that I never got to go that I want to tour is England and Australia. Okay, there you go. Well, England's fan. We have a great, great like a fan base in, in the UK, and like I love England. And oh I have God. like I have like 150,000 Twitter followers from England. Wow, I I want to go there so badly. I think that's fun. So at 22, okay, so you're 22. You have a new single out. You've done all kinds of stuff. I don't really want to go over all the stuff that you did before because we'll, we'll spend more time talking about what you're doing now. Um, but one thing I didn't know because I've always kind of like wondered like 
why music gets put out so sporadically from you. Um, yeah. And I didn't know that you had like a little health scare, actually a really big health scare. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you tell everybody for the fans who like don't know about it so they'll be a little bit more up to date with like maybe why, first of all, the music doesn't come more frequently and, and just the scare that you had to go through. Sure. Um, I mean, to be totally honest, like I didn't want to tell anybody for a very long time. So I kept it secret for years and years. Uh, but I was going through like a lot of vocal issues. Um, I was overworked really, really young at a very young age and singing too often. And um, so my vocal cords were already very weak. And then I ended up getting a virus uh, that actually paralyzed uh, one of my vocal cords. Um, And that was really scary, but I was still able to sing. It was just a lot harder. Um, And then, you know, years were going by and I wasn't singing like I used to. I was too afraid to like, you know, really, really go for it. So I was putting out songs even throughout the time like Alice, uh, which is like more of like a soft, you know, just kind of a beautiful song and lyrically driven because I didn't, I just really, I could not sing. Um, And I was so tired of like people kind of being like, well, why don't you put out any music? You know, like you're not singing like you used to. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to come clean because I shouldn't have to take the full blame for what's happening. Absolutely. so, you know, well, plus like, people are a lot more understanding if they if you keep them in the loop like like they're your friends you know like that they know what's going on they're way more supportive and they understand what's going on and they'll they'll support everything that you've got going on oh yeah I agree and and so you know I thought that I owed it to my fans and everybody who had been following me for years and years to tell them what was really going on so you know 2015 and 16 I was actually going through I went through two vocal cord surgeries and um a stomach surgery because I was having really bad GERD, so acid reflux, which was burning my esophagus, which is just really, really bad luck as well because I'm a singer. So I had to get uh, a stomach surgery, a fun duplication on my stomach to stop the acid from coming up, or else I was at risk for esophagus cancer, which would not be good for a singer. And I got that done actually just this January, and then back in October, I had to get blood vessels along with my paralyzed vocal cord fixed um and i had to get the blood vessels lasered off of my vocal cords and there's a very high chance that when you get that done that you're not going to be able to sing uh nearly as good and you're going to lose a lot of range and And it didn't work for you though it went opposite for you it went opposite i literally i had the surgery the the laser surgery back in october uh, to get all the blood vessels off my vocal cords, and I ended up getting, I almost have, on almost an octave, like, more, from the low end to the high end. So I got, like, four extra notes on the bottom, and, like, five extra notes on the top, which is unheard of. My doctor was like, honestly, this is a miracle. Be happy, go sing, and do your thing, and don't hold back now. There you go. First of all, I want to apologize, everybody, if you hear my dogs barking because somebody rang the doorbell, I think, upstairs, and they went running from the basement upstairs, and I can't, <laughs> I can't get them to be quiet since we're like, actually on the air. <laughs> the radio. So I apologize if you hear the dog, and that's Shazam and Brandy making noise. Um, so you've been through a lot. I actually have a really good friend. Her name was Joya Bruno. It is Joya Bruno, not was Joya Bruno. She's one of the three girls of Expose, which in the 90s were like the biggest selling girl group of all time. And they have, I think, eight top ten hits or something. And uh, they were really great. Actually, they had the Free Willy ballad on the Free Willy uh, because Free Willy would have been about your age group, I think, demographic maybe. Um, But anyway, they're really good. And she had that same problem, and they told her she wasn't going to be able to sing. And and 
Um, she was at a commission for a little while, but she came back, you know, relatively quickly, considering that they told her she wasn't going to be able to sing, and and now she's like doing all kinds of stuff. I think she's getting ready to star in something on Broadway. Um, but I think it's a really cool thing, and I think that um, first of all, you know, way to go. I'm so happy that it didn't. It wasn't something that sidelined you because you're, you know, even though you've been in the spotlight for a very long time, you know, you're still incredibly young and have a huge career ahead of you, and so it would have been terrible if if you would have been sidelined. So I think you know, kudos to that and way to go with that and the fact that you actually have more range now than you had then is awesome yeah it's it's insane i'm just i'm just like incredibly thankful and i'm glad that i was able to finally get the courage to be like let's just get the surgeries out of the way i'm not blaming myself anymore i can't blame myself forever you know like i was you know so young when all of this happened and i was overworked and my vocal cords were definitely weak when i when i got the virus that paralyzed him and I had to stop blaming myself, you know? So I was just like, I'm going to come clean. I'm going to tell my fans what's up. And I'm pretty sure, you know, they're going to be understanding of it. And oh, just, absolutely. The feedback I've gotten from everybody has just been uh, incredibly overwhelming. And I'm just so thankful for all my fans. There you go. And I also saw, because uh, last time we had you on, I think, was for the release of Alice, which that was in 2015, I think, right? Yes. So the last time we had you on was for Alice, and now you have a new single called One Day. And from what I understand, which we'll talk about more, I guess, but you have another single coming out Friday. Is that right? I saw it someplace on 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 Twitter or someplace. Yeah, I have. So One Day came out um, a few weeks ago, and that's been doing really well. Uh, actually, Megan Trainer tweeted about it. She was raving about the song, so she loves it. And I saw that, and I was like, what? I was freaking out, and um, a lot of people thought that she had co-wrote the song, like Perez Hilton had tweeted that he thought Megan uh, co-wrote the song, because it does kind of sound like her style. I was like, no, but I wish, hopefully one day, you know, no pun intended. Oh, I think I saw that. I think I actually saw that tweet. I think I saw that. Okay, yeah. so that's fun. So who, who, did you, who, who wrote the song? So I wrote the song. Okay. produced by uh, Scott Stallone, who also co-wrote the song with me. We worked together as a collaboration on the song. He's actually here in Philly. So it was a lot of fun just kind of like diving into, because I've never really, really written a bunch of songs that I put out. You know, I wrote Alice. Alice was the first song I ever released where I put it out. And it was also self-released. Um, and this song is also self-released. I don't have a label or anything right now. I'm doing everything on my own, which is incredibly hard, but it's extremely rewarding. Um, so yeah, one day's out, and then what I got to do is coming out this Friday. So that one has more of like an '80s throwback sound, and um, it's well, gonna be fun. So one day, though, I mean, is very, very different for the stuff that I have heard from you. In a lot of ways, uh, I wasn't surprised at all when I heard it because I was like, okay, you know, the first time you heard her sing, she was 11 and she's grown up and her voice is maturing and she's maturing. And so her music is, is not going to be the same as it was, you know, when she was 11 and 13 and all those stuff that you put out, you know, when you were younger. And I was super impressed. I was like, oh, my God, this is like she's really grown up to have a fabulous like identity of herself and who she is and what her music is going to be like and i think i think you're going to have a ton of success with it because i think it's really really good i'm really hoping i have like this is just like you know one day is the first single and then i have what i gotta do which is the second single and it's a five song ep and like one day and what i gotta do you know i wrote those over a year ago and so it's it's gonna be interesting for everybody to see each song kind of like grow with me as an artist uh, because each song matures. I thought One Day was a good choice because it kind of had that young, poppy sound. So it was good for the people who were fans of me when I was younger. And then they kind of understand it. They're like, oh, it's a little mature, but it still sounds like her, you know? Oh, yes. 
And then each song is going to kind of like mature with me up to, you know, me being, I'm a 22-year-old now. And you're going to see the writing become more mature and have more mature concepts, uh, deeper relationships, uh, and a deeper sound. It's going to go a little bit more darker, a little bit more EDM, a little more radio-worthy. I guess I down love like it. Cara, like the Halsey-type sounding stuff. So that'll be, uh, the EP comes out in July, but you'll see each song just totally grow with me. It's it's going to be exciting. I love it. So first of all, I want to give some props to Scott Stallone, because I have to say, I didn't know who he was, but I'm like nosy, and I like to know who everybody is. And I saw, he started following me on Twitter. Hey, Scott, thanks for following, and I'm following him back. Okay. And so I went, uh, so to give him some props, first of all, to, to show you the kinds of people that, that Bianca's actually like working with, because this is like not like some little dude doing stuff in his garage. This dude is like super, super talented. He's got a great resume. Um, he's got a website. I think it's uh, scottstallone.com, so you guys can look it up. Um, but basically, like he's produced songs for besides Bianca, he's done stuff for All Time Low, David Archuleta. He has songs that he's pr produced um, where the songs have been picked up to be in different movies like Deadpool, Gone Girl, Logan, Pitch Perfect Two, House of Cards. Um, so he's he's got a phenomenal resume, and the fact that you know you guys are working together, I think, is kudos to both of you because he's very well accomplished, and you're very well accomplished from listening to the first song. I think you guys are a really great fit, you know, to be together working together on stuff, and um, so I think it's you know kudos to you, kudos to him, and I just wanted to give him some props since he followed me on Twitter, and he he seems like a really talented guy. Oh yeah, he is super talented. He's got a great resume, and. For me to be able to find somebody that talented, that literally his studio is 20 minutes away from where I live here in Philly, I'm like incredibly thankful. And it's been amazing because I, I you know, over the last few years, I couldn't always travel to LA and do New York because I wasn't performing live because of the voice stuff. So it was really great. And, you know, he really believed in me even through all those hard times when we recorded those songs and went back in and edited it even after, you know, my voice was better. So he's been incredibly supportive of this whole process. And, he is the producer on every single one of the songs on this new EP. Um, so you'll see even him grow as a producer with me as well and us as a team, writing-wise. Um, I love it. It's good. So here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do with it. Chad. Yes, sir. You have the song, right? Absolutely. All right, so we actually, I pulled the lyric video off of YouTube, so there'll be stuff for people who are watching to actually be able to see. So uh, we're going to play the lyric video for one day. How about you introduce it for us, and then as we're playing it, as soon as we get done, we'll talk some more about it so everybody can hear it. Sure. All right, hey, guys, it's me, Bianca Ryan, and you're about to watch my lyric video for my first single, One Day. Here we go. It's a little bit Monday, <laughs> and a whole lot of one day, ooh, and a dream and a shot glass, ooh. I guess it went down too fast It's a little bit of my voice And a whole lot of my choice I speak the vision of crazy ambition Can't hate me for wishing still That one day I can have a yacht Forget about the things I forgot That one day I can see beyond the borders of this tired old town And one day I can have a penthouse Sweet with Egyptian guys It's like one day
things I forgot that one day I could see beyond the borders of this tired old town in one day. go well done bianca ryan there you go everybody so that's one day by bianca ryan you guys it's available on all the digital download sites now and hope you guys love it everybody in the chat room said that they love it awesome Yay! thank you guys so much i'm so glad you enjoyed it tristan said don't let them hold you down everybody else just says awesome and love your voice which by the way your voice has matured like really fabulously like you know because not everybody even with all the problems that you've had not everybody you know, gets better as they get older. Sometimes they peak very young, and the fact that you're really just starting to peak now uh, is pretty phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. I know I I really did. Like I tried to hone in. Like it's so it's so hard being like held back. Like knowing like oh I know I can sing this, but my my muscles literally just won't allow me to. So what I did was I really did a lot of ear training, and I I listened to a lot of jazz. I listened to a lot of pop, and I started you know mimicking a lot of singers throughout the years to try to like really develop my tones. So um, I'm glad that people can see, you know, the maturity in my voice. Absolutely. So you have a thing, what I gotta, what I got, what is it called? What I, what I gotta, what I gotta do. Okay. So what I gotta do is coming out in two days. Yes. And um, so that's the second song off the EP. And then the EP is coming out in July. Yes. Yes. I got it. Coming in July. Um, so I'm still finishing, to be honest, me and Scott are finishing the last two songs on the EP right now. So we're, we're in a rush. There you go, Scott. Hightail it. Get to it. Yeah, we're in a rush. <laughs> no, that's fine because like you've got time and if it gets pushed back a little bit, as long as you have it come out before November, you're okay. Yeah. Cause nobody, you just don't want stuff coming out in November cause November. Well, I mean, you're, you're pretty established already just because everybody knows who you are. So you could, but in, in the indie world, they always say, you know, never release anything in November and December. Cause that's for established artists only. Yeah. I heard that too, but I know I'm, I told you, I'm actually having a second EP come out this year to kind of make up for lost time, uh, secretly. Um, so that's going to yeah. come out. Part two is going to come out, um, believe it or not in September. So you've got a lot of work to do. You have a lot of writing, a lot of recording, a lot of Scott producing, lots of stuff to do with it. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of work to get done. So who are some of the people? First of all, do you like keep in touch? Like, did you did you keep it? Do you keep in touch with anybody that you met when you were on America's Got Talent? Um, I know I had a conversation not too long ago with LD Miller. He was like the harmonica player. Yep. I talk to him sometimes on Facebook. I know I've chatted with him before. And um, not not really any anybody else, really. Do you ever, like, when you have a new song, do you, like, tweet it out, the link or whatever, to, like, any of your judges that were judges when you were on it? Hmm, I think... I know David Hasselhoff 
had uh, his management team had contacted me and told me that they really liked what I got to do because my initial idea for the what I got to do music video which we don't have one now but we turned it into a lyric video but I wanted him in it and it was supposed to be a really funny concept with him uh, but he was uh, he's actually in Germany for a while so he couldn't do the filming of it but I know he really loved that song uh, okay I haven't heard that one yet so I, so is the lyric video for that actually up the lyric video for what I gotta do is coming out on Friday, but it's coming okay. tomorrow with JustJared.com. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Just Jared, he's awesome. Yeah, I have like an incredible PR uh, company right now working with me on everything. So, yay! Uh, we froze. Okay, you froze. You froze, so we missed them. So we'll give a shout out to your PR company and Just Jared. That's super cool. I gotta love it. Somebody actually, hey, uh, B Claudia from Germany just uh, joined the chat room. So hey, hey. So they want to know in the chat room. Um, are you dating anyone? <laughs> yeah, I actually do have a boyfriend, um, but I like to keep it more like private. Okay, you don't have to tell us who he is, but you can tell us is he like is he an entertainment or is he like I shouldn't say regular person that makes entertainment people sound <laughs> better. Is he just like a is he like a lawyer, doctor? Is he in a regular profession or is he in the very difficult profession of entertainment? <laughs> I would definitely say he's in the difficult profession of entertainment. He's a, a musician. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's always a difficult one. Okay. Way to go. So congratulations. So how long have we been dating? Um, over a year. About oh. a year and a half. Yeah. Good for you. All right, everybody. So she's not single anymore, but she's still beautiful, and you don't have to, like, uh, worry about that she's not having a good time when she's not, like, recording music. She's got someone to share things with. So there's good. And how's your little sister? Oh, my baby sister? Yeah, because she used to run behind you. Oh, my gosh. She's doing good. <laughs> She's a hassle. She's literally always around. But I don't know if you guys follow my Instagram story, but I post about like my everyday life. So, you know, my boyfriend's on there and Eva's on there, my baby sister, all the time. She's rocking her Bianca Ryan t-shirt and singing okay. away. So if you guys want to actually like find out what her boyfriend looks like, you have to follow her on Instagram. It's Instagram uh, official Bianca Ryan, right? Yeah. So you got to follow her on Instagram, and then you can actually see who what what he actually like looks like and what everything's going on. So like, where do people buy a Bianca Ryan T-shirt? Oh, uh, you can actually get one on my website right now. It's BiancaRyan.com. I think they're on sale for like twelve dollars, which is pretty good. You and I you... myself with an autograph picture. So you know what you need to do because like I I didn't know that you had a website. I, I'm just double checking this to make sure I'm not going to say something that I'm going to be like, oh, I'm just an idiot and I didn't check correctly. But <laughs> what you got to do. Yeah, see, you don't have you don't have um, your website on your Twitter profile. You have your oh. Twitter profile on your on your Twitter profile as your website where your website should be. So you need to go in and edit that and change that and put BiancaRyan.com because oh, I because yeah. I went on there and looked at it and I was like, oh, I guess she doesn't have a website then. So if oh, you want to book her, you can book her. But otherwise, you click that link and it just takes you to your Twitter. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I do. <laughs> so everybody. So you can go to BiancaRyan.com, you guys, and that way you can find out what she's got. Do you sell music and stuff on there? I didn't go to it because I didn't know you had one. It's what's on your website besides all about how fabulous you are? Well, I'm on it. I just changed the link, so okay, it's good. on my Twitter now. Um, basically, the homepage is the one day. Um, I'm not good. I'm not very good with social media. I try my best, though. But um, there's the merch store. There's a blog. I do almost a weekly blog. I have all my events and my performances that are coming up. I think I'm. Uh, I have. I don't know if I have it up on my website, but I'm performing at the Wawa Welcome America Fourth of July event on July Fourth here in Philly, which is super exciting. There you go. Congratulations. 
Also, you guys, if you go and sign up to be on her email list, she sends out really nice emails about special things that she's trying to put together, which I don't know if we're allowed to tell the whole world, so I'm just going to say go to her website and and sign up to be on her mailing list, and then you'll get emails of some really cool stuff that she's doing you know, with and for her fans. Yeah, the very special one went out today with the release date and a pixelated a kind of sneak peek of the image artwork. Uh, so, yes, please sign up because you'll get all the exclusives that I don't always post on all socials. That's right. That's good. I get it because I'm on it, you guys. So, like, you guys, guys got to just get on it, too. So, so, so if you could perform now, because, well, first of all, who are some of the people now that you listen to, like, modern-day people of music that either influence you or they don't have to necessarily influence you, but you just, like, like them? You know, mm. you like their music. There's so many. I know John Mayer's new album was incredible. Um, and I love, you're kind of young too for John Mayer. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I love that. He's so funky. Uh, I would say him. I love Megan Trainor. I love Zara Larson. I think her music's incredibly powerful. Yes. Um, Uh, Troy Sivan. I know he really, really influenced me last year in a lot of my writing. I'm following him on Twitter, but he didn't follow me back. Most everybody follows me back, but he didn't follow me. But I love him, too. Uh, He's on my Spotify playlist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Troy's music is insane. I think he worked on that music with, like, Jack Antonoff, who's, like, an incredible writer and producer as well. And he's he's from Jersey, so, I mean, let's work, Jack. Um, So, uh... Well, if you could, like, perform, if you could do a duet with anybody, it could be male or female, but if you could do a duet right now that was going to get released by the public, like, who would be the person that you would want to do a duet with? Um, to be honest, I would probably go with Megan Trainer because she's been really, really supportive of everything that I've done, like, even from before when I was on Vine, like, she was always revining and loved all my covers I did of her, and then now with One Day releasing, and she literally raved about the song on Twitter, so... Definitely her. I, I think we we match a lot, and I think our songwriting capabilities kind of like intertwine a little bit too. So I think it would be a really, really good duet. Okay, I, I'm okay with that one. So I can't stand the fact that they got rid of Vine. Oh my gosh! I know. I literally wanted to cry. I worked so hard. I had two. Life. I had two million like Vine revines or whatever. I had like two million of them. And I was like, and I worked so hard to get those, putting out those little like. You know, I would put out like two little videos a day because I was like, I want to be like all these other people who have like millions and millions of vines. As soon as I got to two million vines, which took me a little while, then they they stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was friends with all those big viners like, you know, Anna Clendenning and Jesse Smiles and Marcus Johns, like, and 85th, like I and King Batch, like all of them, like, you know, we were I had met all of them. And, and, and was good friends with a lot of them. So it was, like, really, really sad. Like, you know, a lot of them moved back home and, and stopped pursuing what they were doing because that was their outlet. And it just... And the really big Vine people, because, like, I had, we had... I forgot who we had, but we had somebody on the show who was a big Vine person. I don't remember who it was, who got, like, all kinds of acting gigs and stuff because he was so popular on Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he was in, like, all these different TV shows and stuff, you know, and so by eliminating that, which I guess they weren't making any money, but by eliminating that, you know, those people don't have a way to get recognized the same way they did on Vine, you know, because on YouTube, yeah. there's YouTube stars, there's... You know, Vine stars, there's like all the different platforms have their like celebrities. But in a way, I thought it was unfortunate. I thought it was just unfortunate for me, too, just because I was like starting to get good at it. And then they took it away. Yeah, no, I went I went like ham on Vine for a while. I was getting like millions and millions of loops. And then they added the star button where you had to star like 
two years after the app came out, you had to star your favorites in order to get them to show up on your newsfeed. And I think that's just when it went downhill because nobody's going to remember to go back to the thousand pages they were following. I know. I can't remember even like when I try to do my follow Fridays on Twitter like I can't even remember all the people I'm supposed to do it but luckily I have Iris who's Hope 2259 in the chat room and everybody who's ever been a guest on she puts him in a follow Friday and so I can copy and paste her she's fabulous so oh, so she's fabulous so thanks so much for that too Iris I love it they're asking where are you from but you're from Pennsylvania you're from Philadelphia right Yeah I'm from Philadelphia and also, they're asking. She reminds you of. In, uh, says she reminds me of Texas in a good way. Do we know where she's from? But that's Philadelphia. And then Roy Brent wrote, and I don't know if this is for you or for somebody else because it's going so fast I can't keep track. It says I'd still like a full length blues duet with Jonathan Boogie Long. We are King, from oh, We Are Kings. I uh, did. I did an independent film called We Are Kings, and. Uh, I did. I wrote a few songs for it, so that's what he's referring to. Oh, okay, okay, everybody. See, like, so he's like a mega fan because, like, I didn't know that. I wasn't privy to that. <laughs> so yeah, you three years ago. Did, so you acted in it also? Yeah, I was uh, the lead role with Jonathan Boogie Long, who's an amazing blues guitar player, who's really famous in Baton Rouge. Um, and we did. Uh, we wrote a few songs together for it, and I acted in it. It was my first time really acting as like a lead character. I'd done a film called Twelve and Holding before, which was on Netflix, but I only had a very small role. Um, so it was, it was kind of scary. I'm not. I'm not the best actress. If I'm like going to be totally honest, I get a little bit embarrassed. But I'm starting to overcome that over the last few years. So is that something that you might pursue in addition to your singing? Uh yeah. Definitely. I definitely want to pursue that more. It all it's all gonna start, I guess, with the with the release of my music videos. I'm working on official music videos for these songs. I just finished one for my third single titled Man Down. That's gonna come out a little bit later. But it's gonna be like you're gonna see me act in it a lot. There's a lot of fighting with the relationship and being flirty, etc. So you're gonna see me build, I guess, as an actress as well. I love it. I'm not really very good at it either. I've been in a ton of movies, but they really only book me because they know I'm really good at promoting and public relations, and they know they can come on the show and on, they'll get millions of plays and stuff. So, so that's really the only reason that they put me in. But I've been in a lot, and I think it's a lot of fun. I just suck at it. Yeah, no, I want to feel like more worthy of it. I totally know where you're coming from. Like I used to get for like Chuck E. Cheese commercials and like all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not even good. And then I'm like, you guys just want me because I can sing, but you know. <laughs> It feels good to like be chosen because you're actually good and qualified. Yeah, I don't know what that's like yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like one of these days we'll be able to like be able to say that. But in the meantime, you got to have fun with it. So what are you gonna do? Oh, it yeah. says I'm. He says he's the caretaker of Bianca's wiki page, so he probably knows more about her than he should. <laughs> way to go Roy you gotta like love it you can make me a wiki page too <laughs> oh my gosh wait, wait if you're in charge of my wiki page we need to change that photo I look really bad in that wiki photo <laughs> okay okay there you go Mr. Roy Brench actually you should use the photo that we used for this because it's so cute with the bubbles and oh, everything yeah, I, do. I love that one um, it's super nice and the fact that you've uh, one thing I think is really cool that you're still like a normal person. You know, you've gone through extreme highs and extreme lows and, you know, being thrown into the spotlight at such an early age, a lot of kids get really like screwed up. And the fact that, you know, it's been 11 years, you're still doing what you love doing. You're having success. You know, we're hoping that you're going to have more and more success as you continue going with it all, but that you're not like all, you know, we're not reading about you like, where are they now? Or, you know, TMZ's not like 
tracking you, you know, getting out of a car without any like underwear at some like party when you were 18 or anything, you know, really terrible and, and, and career ruining, you know, like that. So I think the fact that you kept a good head on your shoulders, it probably helps that you're still, you know, that you're still in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, you know, um, you know, working on all the things that you want to do, but you didn't let the fact that, you know, you were a household name at age 11, screw everything up. So kudos to you on that. Yeah, no, I honestly, you just, you have to stay grounded. I mean, if you're going to really put out authentic music and be an authentic songwriter, you need to live normally and you need to live how other people are living. And if you want to relate to people your own age, you need to kind of just stay normal and stay grounded. Absolutely. I think it's like fun. So, okay. So it's a summer. What are the, what, what are the favorite movies you're looking to go see? Oh my gosh, you're gonna like think I'm crazy, but like I really don't watch movies. Um, oh really? Okay. The last movie I went to see in theaters was Beauty and the Beast, and that was the first movie I had seen in like months. That's a good one, though. It, it was it was done very well, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Go see Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's really fun. Yeah. We saw Wonder Woman this past weekend, and we really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. So Wonder Woman was really good, and I don't know. The Mummy opens this weekend. I think that might be fun, too. I like scary movies, so. Oh, I like scary movies, too. So I'm like a horror movie buff, so anything that's kind of like a scary movie is probably what I like the best. Yeah. No, I love scary movies. So do you have a favorite scary movie that you've seen ever in your lifetime? It doesn't have to be recent. Um, I'm going to say... I'm not going to lie. I'm still, you're going to think that this is like really old school, but The Ring, literally, yeah, good... that movie still has me like messed up, like big time. Oh, what can we have? My baby sister just came in. Hi, baby sister. What's your baby sister's name? Eva. Eva. Hi, Eva. That's the one that was always <laughs> running around. Yes, I know. And I even saw like, uh, I don't know what you did. You did something else where like you were even doing a video or something and you were like, oh, you know, my baby sister's photobombing us or, or yeah. video video bombing us. Come say hi real quick. Come say hi, Eva. She's wearing hi. her shirt. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, and you have your Bianca Ryan t-shirt. So Eva, how old are you? Four. Oh, wow. You're four years old. You're getting old already. Yeah. <laughs> You are. <laughs> you have a really big family, right? I do. There's five of us all together, five siblings. So I have my older brother, then there's me. I have my younger sister, Bella, who's 17, then my younger brother, Jagger, who's 14, and then my baby sister, who's four. So my parents are pretty freaking crazy here. <laughs> Bye, Eva. So what about are, are any of your other siblings? Do they like to sing? Oh, push your, push your camera back up again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Eva likes to sing. I know Jagger used to sing a little bit, but that's about all. Okay. Okay. So are they in, so seven, one of them 17. That's the 17-year-old Jagger? Uh, no, that's Bella. Oh, Bella. Oh, oh my gosh. They're all named after like Twilight. Okay. Yeah. Jagger. Is Jagger named after Mick Jagger? Yeah, he is. And I'm actually named Bianca after Bianca Jagger. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. Do you actually I, like? Do you like the Rolling Stones? Do you? Your, your parents probably like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, my my dad. Um, my dad's a huge Rolling Stones fan. That's that's funny. I I think the Rolling Stones are like one of the greatest bands like of all time. And so even, you know, you're younger, so like you like they're not like probably relative for you. Even though since you live in a household with people who love them, they might be relative for you. But I think a lot of people your age don't even really know who they are because. Yeah. No. Not many. <laughs> 
<laughs> they are like one of the best like bands like freaking ever. So I I love that though that 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 the people in it. Did you like to? Did you see the Twilight movies? Because someone's named Bella. Oh my gosh, I was obsessed with Twilight. I actually read all of the books. That was like the first time I ever started really reading in my life. Me too. I read the Twilight books, and I'm old. I read the Twilight books and the Harry Potter books. Are the only two series they, I've ever. Read. They were really, really good. So, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Oh my gosh, I kept going back and forth. Like, at first, I was of course you're going to be Team Edward at first, but then you're like Team Jacob, and then at the time, you know. Taylor Lautner had more of like that appeal for like my age group, so then I turned into Team Jacob. I think I would probably be Team Jacob too, actually. Like I've been watching like anything that they do since Twilight. Unfortunately, they're not getting like the roles that they should be getting, um, or that I thought they'd be getting. But I I think I was Team Jacob too, so I think I fucking I uh, oh excuse me, I just said a bad word. I think I dug it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to get out of using using any bad language. I almost made it. Oh, well, I made it all the way into the last minute. Okay, so everybody, this is Bianca Ryan, you guys. And that's her little sister in the background, Eva. And she's got a brand new single called One Day. It's available now everywhere on all the digital download sites. Um, Friday, she's got another single called What I Gotta Do. It's going to be released, and you can probably get... Yeah, on all the digital download sites. And if you go to justjared.com tomorrow, the video is getting released for it. And you can follow her on Twitter at Bianca Ryan. You can check out her website, BiancaRyan.com. You can follow her on Instagram and Snap. Is it Snapchat or Facebook that's official Bianca Ryan? Um, Facebook is official Bianca Ryan. And are you on Snapchat? I am on Snapchat, but I don't I don't snap as much ever since the Instagram story. But yeah, I Snapchat here and there. It's Binky Girl two two two. I can't even figure out Snapchat. I guess I'm just too old to be able to figure it out because I have yeah. have not been able to figure that part out. But okay, so follow her on Instagram, you guys. Official Bianca Ryan. She's not on Facebook that much, but you'll see the post. But definitely follow her on Instagram. Do you make your Instagram post to Facebook and Twitter at the same time? Um, I don't do it. Yeah, I share it usually. Yeah, that's the best way because then you cover all the different platforms. So yeah. everybody, so everybody, please go out get the new single. She's an indie artist. She needs everybody's support. She's fabulous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show and wish you all the luck with the new singles and the new EP that comes out. And uh, anytime you need anything retweeted, just let me know and I'll retweet it for you. Oh, thank you so much. And seriously, thank you so much for having me. And honestly. To all the fans out there and to all of you, like, I really, really appreciate all of your support. You know, just streaming the song, you know, just streaming the song for free even means so much to me because I just, it would mean so much to me to get these songs charting, especially because I'm doing this all on my own. There you um, go. So thank you. Thank you so much. And stay tuned for the new song on Friday. And you're going to right. just Jared. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Bianca. Bye. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope uh, everybody enjoyed the the interview today. Chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys later, and have a great weekend. Chad, thank you. Great job, Jimbo. Talk to you next week. All right, bye-bye. What are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy, Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. British. Yo, what I wanna be? Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you out.